podcasts are pretty common. So what makes the Uncommon Podcast uncommon? Well, it's all in our name. I'm your host, Noah Weiss, and we at Uncommon Sports Group understand the unique pressures and temptations that come with a career in the sport industry. We provide uncommon training that helps you successfully navigate common challenges. Hit the follow button on this podcast. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Check out our website and become uncommon. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Uncommon Podcast. I'm your host, Noah Weiss, and today we have Ryan Saunders on the show today to hear his faith story and how he met Jesus. Ryan played and served as a graduate assistant with the University of Minnesota men's basketball team, spent time as an assistant in the NBA with the Washington Wizards and the Minnesota Timberwolves, was promoted to head coach with the Timberwolves in May of 2019, and soon is going to be serving as an adjunct professor at the University of Northwestern in St. Paul. Ryan, how are you? I'm great. I'm great. How are you doing? Doing great. Glad to have you on today. And Ryan, we're excited to hear your story and start us off by sharing a little bit about your upbringing. Did faith in Christ play a role in the early years of your life and when did you make your faith your own? Yeah, yeah. No, it's, uh, I know we, we were just talking offline a little bit and, um, you know, first, th- first thing I'll say is that uh, I feel, feel very fortunate that, you know, God has done a lot of things in my life you know, giving me a lot of opportunities and, and pointing me in a lot of directions where, um, you know, I, I'm able to do things like this and mm-hmm. that, you know, you and um, hopefully a few people might might actually want to hear uh, yeah. you know, my story, which, which is, I think, a, a really cool thing. So, you know, I just want to, you know, give praise and also also thank thank you all for, for the opportunity. And, um, you know, faith has always been, been a part of my life, um, you know, up, upbringing, um, you know, part of a, a basketball family. Uh, one that moved moved a lot, and um, you know, one that you know really relied on family, mm-hmm. uh, relied on those relationships, um, but one that also you know relied on faith to to steer us in in decisions mm-hmm. and and you know put us on paths that, that you know might be uncomfortable, but things that that you know you lead you to could lead you to one you know a, a better better life, but also you know more of a platform to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, affect change and affect others in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, as I, as I got older, um, you know, I learned that, you know, your, your, your faith, faith is not linear and, and mm-hmm. a faith timeline is not linear. It's, it's, uh, it's, you know, something that, that comes to people at, at different times. And all you can do is, is pray and hope that, mm-hmm. you know, before, before, you know, the end, the end of someone's life on this earth, mm-hmm. um, you know, they come to know Jesus right. and, uh, cause we, we all know that that's the salvation and that's the ultimate victory, um, mm-hmm. is in heaven. And, uh, you know, I, I, I learned that and, and, uh, over time. And, uh, as I got older and older, you know, you, uh, you learn, learn that it's more of a relationship. Mm-hmm. So, um, I feel yeah. fortunate that, you know, I, I, my family has, has always had mm-hmm. that, um, as a backbone of what we, we believe in, but I also feel fortunate to have a lot of people that have, uh, have, you know, helped my, my faith journey. Um, one that's ever evolving, one that's not perfect. Um, one where I'm not, you know, even, even close to, um, 
you know, being, being perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, but one that I know, you know, God, God has a, a plan for me and right. one that I know that, um, this relationship mm -hmm. with, uh, Jesus Christ will, will always see me through. Yeah. Absolutely, Ryan. I appreciate you sharing that. And definitely, I think for all of us, we've recognized as we walk with Christ that our relationship with Him is ever-evolving. It's always growing yeah. in our knowledge of Him and our understanding of Him and our ability to follow Him and obey His commands is always ever-evolving. So I appreciate that point. And for you, you mentioned you grew up in a basketball family. I'm sure that was an interesting dynamic. Obviously, yeah. your father was a prominent NBA coach. Share with us what it was like growing up in that environment and how really the unique pressures and temptations, like you said, of moving a lot, of having an NBA family really impacted your walk with Christ. Yeah, I mean, the uh, having a father who, you know, was was such a prominent NBA coach, um, you know, I think a lot of times people will have uh, certain views of, you know, what someone like me would be like mm -hmm. um, in a lot of ways and what someone like me, you know, how they might approach, you know, work, how they might approach, you know, a, a daily, um, you know, interactions with people, mm -hmm. uh, you know, in, in a lot of ways. And um, I think my, my, both my parents, you know, my, my dad, especially, um, I was always so, so amazed at the way that he treated people, um, you know, and, and people that people that he, he had no, didn't know, uh, people that he just met, he always mm -hmm. made, made you feel like the most important person in the room. Mm -hmm. And you know, I, I think that that was su such a gift that, that he, he got from God. Cause that's, that's only God given. That's something, yeah. that's not something you acquire. Yep. And, um, you know, he, he had, uh, I remember, you know, something that sticks out, um, you know, with him was I was in, uh, I believe I was in high school and we, uh, we went to church, um, one day and, you know, I, I don't know, I don't know, you know, what made us, what may it be? I think my sisters might have something going on my mother, but it was just me and him. And we mm -hmm. went to church, um, you know, at, at our church that we were members of and mm -hmm. out in Plymouth, uh, Minnesota. And, um, we actually, we parked and everything and, uh, we went to church, came out and we we're talking and, um, we realized his car had gotten broken into while we were in church Wow! and, you know, uh, a couple cell phones, you know, things were stolen out of, out of there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was kind of, you know, and this was something that, that really stuck out to me because he, he, the first thing he said when we were talking, I was like, oh man, that's like, you know, you're upset. You don't really right. know. I think I'm 16, 17 at the time. Right. And I remember the first thing he said, said to me was, well, we need to pray for whoever did this because, mm. because whoever, whoever was, wh whoever was, was at such a low point in their life that they would have to, you know, go, you know, see somebody go into, into church um, and then, you know, try to take advantage yeah. of that, you know, knowing they're going to be, you know, somewhere for about an hour here, mm -hmm. you know, that, that, that person needs more help than we need. Yeah. And that just really stuck out to me. And, and it, it was, he wasn't always somebody that, that professes faith, mm -hmm. um, you know, outwardly a lot. Um, but, but it was always there yeah. and it was always something that was truly the backbone of, of who he was. And, um, you know, he just, insti he instilled that in us along with my mother. And mm -hmm. it was really just in, in the way that we treated people and yeah. you, you try to live, live as much as you can, um, you know, like, like Jesus. I think yeah. that's all, that's, that's all of our charge. Um, Absolutely. you know, we do as much as you can do as much for others. And, uh, you know, my, my parents really, you know, were generous with time, were, were gen generous with finances, mm -hmm. um, you know, everything that God had given us. Uh, we want to make sure to give back, especially in our community in Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. 
Absolutely, Ryan. I appreciate you sharing that story too. I mean, it's really, I think for our listeners, young professionals that really want to be uh, Christ-centered leaders in the sport industry, that's a great example of how you do that, right? I mean, truly praying for somebody that stole your items. I mean, many people, I say the majority would be losing it after that and uh, trying to figure out where they went and and what they took. And um, that's just an incredible perspective, I think, for our students to really a great example of, of how to live that out. So I appreciate you sharing. Exactly. And, and I think it, it, it's, a, it's also an example for, for so many people. And, and, you know, I said earlier, you know, that, you know, I feel so many paths are, aren't linear and, mm-hmm. and, you know, faith journeys aren't linear and there's so many right. twists and turns, but, but the, you know, you, that's where, that's where faith is so, you know, unbelievable. Yeah. You know, and, and I, I don't love using that word, mm-hmm. but I, I I use it, you know, I'll, yeah. you can use it. I, I feel and totally. feel confident about it in, in, you know, as a Christian, because, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's amazing at, at what, what God can do, do mm-hmm. for us if we just trust. Yeah. And, uh, I think that praying for others in, in a time when maybe you, you might be down or you might've had something happen to you, right. um, you know, put, putting others first, um, you know, it, it it's not just the, the talking, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's the walking. Yeah, and uh, you know that that really stuck with me. Absolutely, I love that perspective. I love that. And you had some su- success of your own athletically, Ryan, as you had the opportunity to play guard at the University of Minnesota as well as serve as a graduate assistant. How did your time at Minnesota as a player and a GA really shape your walk with Christ? Yeah, it it, uh, it, it really it put me on a path to a relationship mm-hmm. uh, with Christ. And um, hey, I, I mean, I think it's you know. It, I'm, I'm assuming it's a number, there's a number of young professionals that are you, you all's listeners. And, um, you know, there's whatever we've done and, you know, we've, you know, maybe in, in the past and, you know, your past isn't who you are. Right. You know, it, 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 it makes, you know, it puts you on a path mm-hmm. to you know, who you are, but um, I think that the best is always yet to come. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I, I learned that, um, you know, through, through college and through experience and, you know, some things that, that I'm really proud of and some things that I knew were learning experiences for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, yeah, I've always kind of liked to say, you, you know, in coaching, um, you win or you learn. Yeah. So, you know, losses aren't losses if you learn from those losses. Right. And, you know, sometimes I think sometimes when, you know, there's something that, you, you know, is a learning experience, you know, something that you're not proud of, you know, you, you pray and you, you, you do everything you can to, to be better in the future too. Totally. Um, and, uh, you know, in college being a part of a team and being a part of a group with, with so many different backgrounds, um, you know, you learn a lot, but then you learn a lot about, about yourself mm-hmm. too. And, uh, you know, I made, made a connection with one of our uh, player who was, I believe he was a six year senior at the time. And I was mm-hmm. a freshman and, um, you know, he, he could see that I, I was, you know, more, I was curious, more curious about his relationship mm-hmm. with, with Jesus Christ. And, uh, he ended up, you know, bringing me along to some, some events, bring me along to, to a church that, that he, you know, and kind of a new, you know, a new type of church at the time, yeah. one that, you know, I hadn't, I had grown up pretty t- traditional mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, one where the music was music that you, you know, Hey, we're probably all listening to today, right. you know, the elevation, the, you know, just, just a lot, you know, some, some of that. And, yeah. and, uh, and he, he kind of, he showed that to me and, and it made me see that once again, that, that, you know, God, God, you know, he, he puts people in your life totally. for reasons, yeah. but he, but he also, um, 
he'll 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 show himself mm-hmm. in moments when you need him. Yeah. And uh, you know, I think I was adjusting to to you know Division One basketball. I was adjusting at college, mm-hmm. and you know, having that little push from somebody, you know, I think it it, it, it proves and, and something I've remembered that you know when somebody comes into your into your mind or somebody comes in into your heart, um, you know, that hey, reach out to them because mm-hmm. um, they they aren't they aren't just you know stumbling through there for a reason. You know, I think God, God's putting them, you know, there for a reason. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so, you know, my, my, my faith, I think really became stronger, um, during that time, mm-hmm. uh, my relationship, I, I learned what a relationship was yeah. with Christ. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I also had, had a coach that, uh, my sophomore year, I tore my shoulder a couple of times, I had a couple of tough injuries and, um, you know, I, for, for someone who's 17, 18 years old, who, you know, basketball is, is so much of you, mm-hmm. um, you start trying to find yourself a little yeah. more. And, uh, you know, I, I had a coach that, you know, mm-hmm. I, I had a relationship with that he, um, and he, he was a devout Christian and he, he started, you know, pushing me in, in the right direction. Yeah. Um, someone I still keep in touch with and still look at as, as a mentor today. Wow. And he started pushing me in, in the direction of, you know, Hey, your, your identity isn't in basketball. Your, your identity mm-hmm. is in, you know, Christ. Right. And, uh, you know, that was just something that was really special to me. So I think mm-hmm. the, you know, during my time at the university of Minnesota, my, my relationship, mm-hmm. um, with Christ was, was the thing that, um, I think I, I began to f- find more. Yeah. Of. yeah. Yeah. I appreciate you sharing that. I love the point on, on identity, something we talk a lot about with our young professionals. And I know for myself, um, I, I spent two, uh, four years at Butler university working as a manager and two summers with the Colts working in their operations department as an intern it can quickly become an identity thing, especially in the, sure. in those big time programs that have a reputation. Um, you're around athletes that are that are really good at what they do, right? And it brings yeah. a sense of identity. Um, and so for our listeners, I think that's an encouragement to really see even yourself, who was a, a player at a, at a high profile Big Ten uh, school playing basketball there, that you you even found in that uh, that your identity was more important when it was in Christ. Um, so for our listeners, oh, yeah. I think that's that's huge. So I appreciate you sharing that. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think it's, you know, no matter how many times you try to say, hey, my, my identity isn't this, my identity is that, my identity is that. Well, you know, I think when you're ultimately tested is when your, your true identity comes oh, yeah. out oh, and, yeah. um, and, and your true faith comes out. You know, I think it's, it's something that's easy to say when everything's going right to say, hey, I have, I have great faith because yeah. your plan is you, you're, you're whatever, whatever God's plan is for you in that moment you know, you feel very confident and, mm-hmm. and, and you feel, happy. you know, if, if things are going great for you, totally. you know, Hey, you, it's easy to accept that. Totally. But when things might, might be off course a little bit, then, mm-hmm. then that's when true faith, you know, the yeah. that blind faith comes mm-hmm. into play um, where, you know, Hey, you, you, you find a way to, uh, you know, pray. Um, I've always found power in, in getting on your knees to pray. Absolutely. Um, that's, that's something that, you know, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's just, uh, you know, the, 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 it, it, it's it's hard to explain um mm-hmm. but you know just just the connection i think is is so much deeper when you can get on your knees as opposed to and, and sometimes you know hey you, you might be not be able to do right. that or yeah. um you know might not even be able but uh, you know it's it's i think it's, it's just powerful totally yeah and i appreciate you sharing that ryan and i think one thing that comes to mind when you were talking about the identity portion um acts chapter nine uh paul the apostle obviously was Saul before he became Paul. Um, and as Jesus obviously showed himself to him and on the Damascus road, 
Um, Jesus later shares with uh, Ananias, who was the apostle in Damascus, who was going to later uh, open Paul's eyes and share with him that the Lord Jesus was there, um, told Ananias that he was going to show Paul how much he would suffer for his name. But as we read it in Paul's letters, that Paul became very okay with that and actually very uh, happy in that, that opportunity he had to, to suffer for Christ's name. Um, so I think for us as Christians, I mean, just having that identity piece, no matter what we go through, as you said, yeah. I mean, we'll always, always have that piece of identity and that victory. Like yeah. I think you mentioned victory earlier in the episode. I mean, that's our victory is in Christ, and that's where our true joy and happiness comes from. Um, so I'm thinking just, yes, working in the sport industry, playing in sports is such an amazing blessing. Uh, sports are a blessing in all our lives, especially mm-hmm. for me, and I know for you, um, but there is no greater blessing than really truly uh, being in Christ and having that as your rock and foundation. So tremendous. Point. Absolutely. And then I, I, I love the, uh, my son's actually named after the book of Luke. His name's Lucas, but love it. You know, I love the book of Luke and, and just how there's, there's so many different examples of, of God using different people to spread his message and, mm-hmm. and different, you know, different ways to spread, spread, you know, him mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah. and, you know, the joy of, you know, the relationship, the relationship you can have yeah. uh, with Jesus Christ. And, Absolutely. and, uh, you know, I think that, that a lot of times that that's, that's what, you know, as Christians, we, you know, Christians working in, in a world that that's broken, totally. um, you know, we can keep in mind totally. and uh, know that, Hey, you know, it's God, God, he's using mm-hmm. us in some way right now. Yeah. And, you know, you don't know, you don't know if it's, you know, if, if you're going to affect thousands, mm-hmm. millions, whatever, but yeah. if you affect one person, you bring bring one person to salvation. I mean, I think I think that's a that's something that you know. Hey, yeah, that's something to, to really be proud of. Absolutely. Um, so God, Absolutely. God's using whoever. Hey, whoever's listening, he, he's using you, right? Yeah. Amen, Ryan. Appreciate you sharing that. That's awesome. And in 2009, you began your NBA coaching journey with the Washington Wizards. And share with us just at talking in a faith aspect of that. What was that like making that transition? Obviously, your father was, as you mentioned earlier, a prominent NBA coach, following in his footsteps, being in a league that's really tough to be a believer in. Share with us what that experience was yeah. like from a faith perspective. Yeah, I mean, I think I think similar to college, you know, and, and probably a lot of twenty somethings listen, listening now, um, you know, and, and you're learning more about yourself too. Yeah, and, and you're learning one that that you're not perfect. You're, you're learning. Um, you know, who you want to be, you know, mm-hmm. the type of person that you want to end up with, yeah. um, you know, the type of life you want to live, um, you know, wh- whatever, whatever that is, you're finding yourself more. And I think, I think my, my, you know, when I was getting into the NBA, I'm, I'm learning, you know, I grew up around it, but, but I never worked in it. Right. So I was learning what, what working in the NBA meant. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, then in, in sports, there's also, Hey, that there is, you know, ways to, to, to go off course. Totally. Um, you know, whatever that might look like for somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that it's, it's, it's one of those, you know, examples of, you know, Hey, you, you know, what's wrong, you know, what's right. Um, you know, you, you, you pray for it before things, things happen or, or you're in tough situations right. so that you have the strength to, to resist. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think that, you know, it's, it's the NBA is, is no different than, you know, a lot of places, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you're, if you're looking for trouble, you can find trouble. Absolutely. But if, if you're, if you're, if you're looking to surround yourself with, you know, company that, that you feel can lift you, um, mm-hmm. you feel that can, can help grow you. 
um, but then also, you know, be, being an asset to them too. Uh, yeah. You can find that too. So mm-hmm. um, I've been very, very fortunate to have um, some really, really special people around me and, and special Christians around me. Um, you know, I, I uh, one of the great things about the NBA um, on game days is an hour before each game, they have a chapel service. Oh, yeah. And um, wow. it's with, with the other team and whoever wants to come in can come in. And sometimes there's, you know, two people in there. Sometimes there's 20 people in there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've, I've seen great examples of, you know, some star NBA players and, and it's never separate with separate teams. It's always mm-hmm. together. Wow. So whatever the, whoever the visiting team is, the home team provides the chaplain and both meet in a room and you, you hear a word and you pray and, um, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's great. Wow. Uh, you know, and, and I think, I think I've seen some, some, you know, guys that, you know, maybe people wouldn't know, you know, are Christians, yeah. um, not just in there, you know, praying in there, um, taking time out before, you know, they're, they're competing at the highest of levels. Yeah. Um, but I've seen, I've seen a couple, um, high, high level hall of fame type players bringing in three, four of their rookie players wow. with them. And wow. it's always stuck out to me that just, mm-hmm. just the example of what, you know, not just, you know, status here on earth, can, right. How how it can help give you some credibility, but totally. you know you never you never know if, if those those young players if they would ever came in if it wasn't a Hall of Fame type player that pulled them into ch- into chapel. Totally. And I, so I mean I, I I just think it's it's a really powerful thing to see. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, Ryan. I appreciate you sharing the aspect of that part of the NBA. I think so often highlighted mm-hmm. is the other side of it, right? The very secular, mm-hmm. uh, worldly side of the of the league. But I mean there is a tremendous amount of believers that are in the league and there are the the opportunities like chapel to truly be a light and i think it's yeah. cool even here like you said hall of fame level players being lights in that league i mean that is even for me a very comforting thing to hear and yeah. it shows yeah. that god's hand is really in everything so i appreciate you sharing that that's awesome absolutely that's awesome for sure and ryan in 2015 you tragically lost your father um, i'd love to yeah. hear just and in terms of that that tragedy for you kind of share with us from a faith perspective, how did you go through that? How did you handle that? I mean, I'm sure there were some doubts in your mind. I mean, why would some, such, such a thing happen um, to you and your family? So share with us a little bit, um, kind of how faith played a role in that hard time of your life. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, uh, you know, it, it, it's hard to explain because it, you know, the time when, when that all happened, it was kind of a blur. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it's, my dad was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma yeah. um, and uh, closer to, to, you know, June and he ended up passing away from complications in October. Mm. So, I mean, that's a pretty quick, you know, that's yeah. a pretty quick, you know, deterioration. Totally. And, uh, you know, it wasn't necessarily the cancer that got him. It was just complications from, you know, treatment complications, you know, just, I think, unfortunately, a lot of things that, that people are experiencing, um, these days too, yeah. you know, with, with COVID, right. Um, which is, which is really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but, but when, during that time for, for us, for my family, you know, it was, you know, there was, if we didn't have a faith and we didn't have a, a relationship with Christ, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know how we would be able to continue to move forward. We would have right. been able to continue more forward. Right. Um, Cause it, it was kind of one of those, one of those things, you know, as he started, as we started kind of seeing that, that this was going down a path that, you know, we, we will never understand. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, it was, it was kind of like the, okay, hold on. Like we need him. Yeah. <laughs> like 
we need that in, yeah. in a lot a lot of ways and we, and we always knew we needed him mm-hmm. but you know it's like okay how do you function moving right. forward yeah you know he was my he was my best friend um you know my, my parents they they were met you know early early years of college wow. um so you know three younger sisters um you know only one were married at the time yeah um, i was not at the time and so we're we're all we're all just kind of starting our lives totally and um you know we knew he'd be missing a lot of big moments mm-hmm. and so you know in in that time i i we were at the university of minnesota uh uh in their hospital system and mm-hmm. um, the nurses there were you know fantastic and, yeah. and support and mm-hmm. uh, i was sitting there and i spent a lot of time you know just at kind of just at his side yeah and a lot of prayer and a lot of mm-hmm. um you know a lot of prayer with my family mm-hmm. but you know a lot a lot of solo prayer too mm-hmm. and i remember one night um a nurse came in and she gave me a, a Jesus calling book. Wow. Um, and it was, it was, it was really when I was at a, a real low moment and, yeah. um, you know, that, that really, you know, helped, yeah. it helped us just have somebody yeah. give that type of, you know, just, just gesture and show that, Hey, mm-hmm. you know, and her explanation was, you know, I, there's been a lot of people who have sat here in, in this, in in this type of situation yeah and this has helped some people through totally and um you know that's something that i've tried to continue forward i know my mom has too we have gone through boxes of jesus calling and when there's somebody who's going through something you know we hey we always try to pull one out and yeah you know pass it along because wow. it helped us wow. um but you know it's it's uh i, I remember you know <laughs> in the book of mark when when you hear, you know, you're, you're, you may not understand what I'm doing now, but one day you will. Yeah. Um, love that verse. That, that just kept ringing through in my, in my head during that time. Yeah. Um, that, you know, we had no way to understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, but as, as time has gone on, you know, we miss them every day, Absolutely. Um, but, but we also, we also understand more that, you know, Hey, there's, there's, there, there's a lot as much as we wish he was here right now that wasn't part of the plan that wasn't part of i think the the, the testimony that wasn't part of you know i think his life has been able to touch a lot of people yeah you know after he passed away too totally um yeah. and you know god's used him he's used us in, mm-hmm. in a way that you know we feel proud of totally. but one that we feel you know is one that you know not necessarily something we wanted to go through right. obviously right but something that you know we we went through, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. you know, there's been a lot of people who have gone through very, very similar things mm-hmm. and very similar tragedies that, yeah. um, you know, we're not the only ones that, that have struggled mm-hmm. and, um, we've had a lot of people help us yeah. and in turn, I think we, we've been able to share, you know, experiences, stories with others totally. too, that hopefully we, we've been able to help them, yeah. um, as well. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's the long answer to, you know, probably the, you know, definitely the most difficult you know, moment in my life. Yeah, absolutely, Ryan. And first of all, so sorry for your loss. I mean, it's something I can't even wrap my head around. I appreciate you sharing that from a faith perspective. I think uh, just sometimes it, it can be so hard that that Mark verse you talked about, it can be so hard to understand things that God is doing. But, yeah. you know, I, I think about really um, the story of Lazarus uh, in Mark chapter, or sorry, John mm-hmm. chapter 11. Uh, one of my favorites, and I, I think it's interesting because uh, Jesus had the knowledge that Lazarus was ill um, and that he was probably a few days away from passing. 
And when he heard of this news, he told his disciples, now let's wait a few days. Because through this situation, God is going to be glorified, and my name will be glorified through it. Um, and so I think about just sometimes the, the hard things in life, God uses for his glory. Um, and I do mm-hmm. think absolutely in your family that was the case. And I also definitely sympathize with you. My dad's been through three different times of uh, battling lymphoma. He's actually in his current battle with the, the third time. So sure. Sure uh, not for sure. It definitely is. a. I will say, though, from the spiritual standpoint, it's been a um, God has used it for the betterment of my personal walk with him, with my parents walk with him, with my brothers walk with him. And so going back to that John 11, I think, you know, sometimes in the hardest moments of life, God really allows his light to shine the brightest. And I think it's where we really yeah. cling on to him because we know we need him. Uh, we're not yeah. in control of anything. So appreciate you for sharing. Sure. So sorry for your loss. And it's definitely, uh, it's, it's tough to, tough to see that, but I'm, I'm glad it, that God used it for you and your family. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And Ryan, to share a little bit about too, kind of the next stage of your life was being the head coach with the Timberwolves. Um, and obviously now you're you're at home and taking some time. You called it a sabbatical uh, earlier offline, but kind of yeah. share just what that sabbatical has been like. For a lot of our students, there is times in, of transition uh, between roles and maybe you're not in the role you want to be in or you're out yeah. of, you're, yeah. you're kind of in a dead period of, of being in roles. So share with us kind of what you've learned and what God has really done during this time of sabbatical. Yeah, I mean, it, it goes back to, you know, the, you know, hey, you, you don't, you don't know what I'm doing now, but one day you'll understand. Yeah. You know, as we hear in John, mm-hmm. um, you know, just just the fact that, you know, I, hey, I don't know what the plan is yeah. right now, but I know I know that you know the plan is um, the plan is his plan, mm-hmm. and uh, I'll say that you know, I, I had a, a coach tell me one time that that you know God never says oops. Right. And you know, so there, there's a reason. There's a reason we're we're in. You know, totally. we're in where where we are, whatever mm-hmm. that looks like right now. Yeah. And uh, and and my, you know, I'm I'm married. I got two young kids. I got a two year old. I got an eight month old. And wow. and I'll tell you, being with them and spend time with them has been, you know, amazing for me. Yeah. And you know, you, no matter how good a father, how good, um, you know, you might think you're doing, mm-hmm. you know, as as a coach, especially in the NBA. Right. Um, you know, as as president as I thought I was, I wasn't present enough. Mm. Um. Cause even if I was here, I was, you know, fielding phone calls. I was getting ready for a game. I was just a lot of things, Yeah. but, um, you know, I'm, I'm exactly where God wants me to be right now. Absolutely. And, uh, that's, that's here with, with my family and, um, Hey, these, the early morning wakeups with, with my son and when he turns on Paw Patrol, I mean, those are, those <laughs> are the ones that, that, you know, Hey, you, you, you don't want to take for granted because yeah. you might, you at this time next year, you're probably not going to have the, those types of moments right you'll be preparing for practice you'll be be on the road you'll be getting ready for games things like that but just to be able to be present and um you know lock into the family Mm -hmm. but also lock into my faith um has been something that's that's special for me um i had a pastor of mine from washington dc uh mark batterson he he checked when i i met met with him um pretty quickly after i got let go he he was like hey i challenge you to read the bible in a year Wow. So I'm, I'm trying to make my way through, mm-hmm. you know, a Bible reading plan he, wow. he had given me. Wow. Um, so there, there's, there's a number of things and um, that, that I'm trying to do to, to not just better mm-hmm. myself, but, but also, you know, spend time, you know, in the community as yeah. much as, you know, COVID will allow us to right, right now um, and use, you know, this platform and, um, 
use, mm-hmm. you know, things that I've learned yeah. um, and try to help, you know, uh, others too. And that's mm-hmm. something uh University of Northwestern St. Paul, I'll be uh, teaching um, in the spring semester, um, awesome. a sports leadership class. And, awesome. um, you know, it, it was important, important to me that, mm-hmm. um, you know, I was getting involved in, in a faith-based institution, yeah. um, but also important to me that, mm-hmm. that uh, I was able to, you know, hey, teach in a way that I've never done that before, yeah, but, um, totally. but I'm really looking forward to it. And mm-hmm. um, I think that, you know, sometimes experience is the best teacher. Totally. And uh, you know, I've been afforded a lot of good experiences and some experiences that I do differently, but some a lot that I do the same. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, to be able to share those, it's, it's a true blessing. Absolutely, Ryan. Appreciate you sharing that. That's tremendous perspective, I think, for our students. And truly, I think sometimes the goal of being in the sports industry is, you know, climb the ladder, next step, next adventure, next journey. You know, what's, what, yeah. what does God have yeah. next for me? Um, and I found, yeah. I found out that trap. I mean, early in my time at Butler, I've truly, you know, th- this is the first of many and I can't wait to be yeah. uh, moving up the ladder. But I think when you slow down and you see, especially in moments of, of, of quiet, uh, quiet time or a dead period or a sabbatical, whatever you want to call it, truly, like you said, tapping into the important things like your family and your faith, Do, sure. doing the Bible in the air. I mean, man, that's an awesome, awesome thing to do and, and to really strive after. So I think for our students listening, they can learn from that experience of yours um, and, and truly see that there's value in, in those, in those dead periods. So I appreciate you sharing that. That's awesome. Yeah. Just, just about being present and, and being rooted. I think, you know, wherever your feet are, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think, I think that it's, it's powerful to see, you know, how God can use people, yeah. um, use, you know, individuals, um, to affect others in, in that time. Um, but also, you know, you might need affecting. Yeah. Um, so, totally. you know, realizing yeah. that maybe, you know, priorities weren't where they, they were supposed to be. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, knowing that, Hey, you can give yourself some grace mm-hmm. and understand that, you know, there's, there's ways to, you know, improve. Yeah. And uh, I think whenever we, if, if we're all, if we're always just staying still, yeah. um, you know, and, and that can either, either metaphorically or, yeah. or literally, you know, we're, we're not, we're not going to change, yeah. you know, for the better. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, what this time, even though I'm in a still period in my life, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm in a time where I can try to metaphorically continue to move forward yeah. and uh, move forward with my faith, move, move forward with my family. Totally relationships um yeah. try to try to continue to get better when it comes to coaching leadership yep. and uh you know be someone who, who can you know serve others in a better way absolutely ryan absolutely appreciate you sharing that lastly ryan if you could leave our listeners with one piece of advice uh kind of looking back at your journey what would that be Whew. yeah i mean i think that um i've always had had a lot of great people around me and had an opportunity to learn from great people. So, um, there's so many things that come to mind, you know, that that I would want to pass, pass along. But, um, I think, I think the the biggest one would be, um, you know, however, and I want to say this in the right way, however important you may feel you are, Mm -hmm. however important you may feel, you know, your job is, um, or however many people you feel are, are watching you or talking about you, Mm They're not, they're not doing that. Yeah. And, and it's not as important as you think. Right. Um, the important thing is, you know, your relationship with Christ. The important mm-hmm. things are, you know, who, who's around your dinner table. Yeah. Um, 
at, at the end of the day. The important mm-hmm. thing and, 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 and honoring them and, yeah. you know, making, making sure they're, they're ones that are, are proud of you and in, in, in the way you, you live. Um, the important thing is, is taking care of those who are underserved and, and who are underprivileged. Yeah. Um, you know, that's important. The, you know, those who don't have a voice, if you have a voice, you know, use that voice to, you know, help those who don't have a voice. You know, yeah. those are the important things. Yeah. And, you know, I think, I think lastly, the, you know, and I'll give this anecdotal story that, you know, shows how, how, I guess, unimportant we, we can really be when it comes yeah. to, you know, just in, in others' eyes, mm-hmm. you know, uh, from the, from the outside looking in. But, you know, the other day I had, um, I went to the grocery store with my son and I had about four or five people come up to me and, uh, and the Timberwolves had played the night before and they had a tough loss. And I had about four or five people come up to me and say, Hey coach, tough loss. Keep, keep going. Good luck next game. And so finally by like the fifth person, I finally told, told the guys like, Hey man, I'm not the coach there anymore. So my point to that is like, <laughs> no matter how many people you felt were, were really paying that much attention to what you're doing mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. if you felt, you know, however important you felt, um, Hey, if, if you're trying to live a life for Christ, that's the important thing. Amen. And you know, you, you can, you can honor him and, and glorify him in, mm-hmm. in the way, the way you, you, you live, the way yeah. you, uh, the way you talk, um, the way you treat people. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, know that, you know, people aren't always, uh, always, you know, feeling like, like your, right. your position is the thing that, you know, is, is the all being. Mm-hmm. Ryan, I appreciate you sharing that tremendous perspective. And I think too, God doesn't care about the wins and losses. He cares about the heart yeah. and, and he loves for you sure. for you. And, and, and your job title doesn't define his love for you. So tremendous points there. I appreciate it. Sure. And Ryan, it was great having you on the podcast today and we wish your family well. Definitely. Definitely. Send you all, send your listeners. If you want to get involved with Uncommon Sports Group and the mission that we are on to help you navigate the sport industry as followers of Christ, apply for our academy on our website at uncommonsg.org. That's uncommonsg.org. Be sure to catch new episodes of the Uncommon Podcast every Thursday at midnight Eastern time, as well as the full video episodes on our YouTube channel. Until next time, we pray that you will strive to be uncommon by glorifying the name of God in whatever you may do. See you next week.